Austin on the show today. Hey guys, Hi, Austin. It's phenomenal. Howdy. And Josh Scott is back as well. So Hi. this is uh, the second video podcast um, that we get to do together, which is awesome. Yes. Um, so let's uh, let's get right into it. Uh, essentially, what we're talking about this 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 morning, start off with, is a little bit more on Flight Fest West, a little bit of update. We have our main man, Austin, um, with everything Flight Fest recipe related. First of all, I just want to say this isn't the second video podcast, as some you, people pointed out in the comments. Oh, that's the right. One. You're right. That's 100% correct. There was maybe like three or four video podcasts, but they were all... Not a, not official, not official okay. video podcast. They essentially just, set me up for failure. They were, <laughs> I mean, that's what they told me is like the first no, this, one ever. This is going to be consistent, and it's going to be a real thing. Exactly. So this yeah. is the second episode <laughs> the, of the video podcast series. The, the other video podcasts were just kind of like just audio podcasts that we happened to record on video, just oh. to experiment a little bit. Never really became a thing, but now it's a thing. Thanks <laughs> to you, know, you Stefan. I'm glad it's a thing now because so, yeah. now I have a job. So Everybody can thank <laughs> Stefan for that, um, for making it a thing. Perfect. Yeah, Flight Fest West uh, is still going strong. Did you guys talk about that in the last podcast? Yeah, we a talked bit? a little bit about it, more more location and stuff, but we didn't talk about specifically like what's happening, what's the updated numbers, all that kind okay. of stuff. Yeah, I don't want to belabor too much anything you guys talked about last week, but... Um, but yeah, people are signing up for it. People are coming, believe it or not. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> we have, uh, yeah, actually we're, we're well over a hundred pilots now, oh, wow. um, that are signed up, um, which is pretty exciting. Um, and lots of other spectator tickets and yes. vendor tickets. We have about half a dozen confirmed vendors so far, which is pretty good. Wow. Um, I have yet to really contact anybody about vending or anything like that. So if, okay. if you're, uh, if you are a vendor or if you, um, are out, you know, more towards the West coast and, uh, think that flight fest would be a cool spot for you. We do have some spots left. Um, yeah, something, awesome. something I don't know if you guys talked about last week or not. Um, uh, is it's going to be a little bit different this year is that all the vendors are going to have like an indoor area. We are oh, also, really? also going to have an outdoor area yeah. for vendors, but um, you know, some of that premium space indoors is going to be sold first. Uh, so kind of the, the philosophy is, is that uh, the flight test store is going to be kind of the middle of that expo center. Okay. And then around it is going to be, is going to be the other vendors. So cool it be a pretty cool setup and it's yeah. going to be nice uh, to be indoors that way. You know, if the weather's not great or if it's super hot or whatever, it's going to be a nice area to go into and That's nice. browse products and talk to different manufacturers and talk to uh, <clears throat> different organizations, that sort of thing. So nice. yeah, we did, we did not know that, which is actually really, really awesome. Hey, update. that's why I'm here guys. I can bring some unique information to the <laughs> awesome table. Awesome Fury, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we roll. And uh, also something that's new this year is that we have a different price if you're just an organization, um, if you're just like a nonprofit or an RC club or a STEM program or something like that, that we have a different, uh, much reduced price. It's okay. actually about a fifth of the cost oh, wow. um, of what a you know traditional vendor or sponsor would uh, would be charged to be there. So if you just want to promote something, you know that um, doesn't, you're not necessarily going to make any money off of, um, or you just want to promote, you know, get more people in your organization. Um, there's an option for that as well. So that's legit. Um, that would be, um, yeah, if you go to the flightfest.com uh, slash West page, there's a link to, to the vendors page. So go there, check it out. Cause obviously we want as many people there as possible. We want to meet all of you guys. Obviously it's an opportunity for the community, obviously to meet us, which is cool. But for us, it's really an awesome opportunity to get to see through the eyes of everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's rewarding. Really, it yeah. is. And it's exciting too, because we've, we've really established like, uh, an extended family with flight flight fest East. 
um, you know, people that have come back over the, how many years, three years, four years, three years, yeah. three years that we've done it. Um, it's bag. really cool to, uh, to see familiar faces and everything. So I'm excited about the opportunity to go to the other side of the country yeah. and get to meet some new people. And then actually, you know, with it being an annual thing, like develop into some cool relationships. So, right. And, awesome. and I can honestly say that I've only been to California once. Um, it was for a wedding way back in the day and I was there for like a day and I didn't get to really see anything. So I'm really excited to see that whole different avenue of everything and how it kind of, you know, weather. We don't, we don't have good weather here, which is really unfortunate. <laughs> Currently, um, no, we do not. We do no, not. not. It's snowing here. So everybody, as you're listening, you can think about how cold we are. Um, it's really unfortunate. But yeah, Season. I think it'll be a really cool thing for uh, the rest of the community that never gets to come to Flight Fest. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that talk on the, on the forums and on the, on the, the, the websites and all that stuff about, you know, I'd love to come. I'd love to come. I'd love to come, but just too far. So hopefully this is an opportunity for you to come. Uh, we would love to have you guys there. Uh, go check out the website, um, register online, uh, get because it's it's going fast. I hear so that's good stuff. And something else that's going to be um, a little bit different this year at, at Flight Fest West. Um, well, not different, but just kind of um, amped up a little bit. Is that we're going to have something that's called an FPV Village. Um, so there's going to be. Um, kind of like a pilot, um, kind of like hangout area. There's going to be a pit area, and then all of the FPV specific vendors and sponsors will kind of be located in one central area. That's all the FPV village people. All the all the village people. Yes, that's <laughs> cool. right. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, that'll be it'll be close to the racetrack and close to like the freestyle area, so okay. for easy access and everything. So if you um, are coming specifically for FPV, which there should be a lot of that, um, just because the um, you know, the kind of the San Francisco area there, um, of that area of California, it, FPV is extremely popular and drone racing is extremely popular. So, right. um, so we wanted to make sure that we were, um, doing justice, you know, there's always been FPV and FPV racing and sort of thing mm-hmm. at flight fast East. Um, but our goal is to, uh, even more so have that, um, as a part of flight fest West. So, um, if you're an FPV company or vendor or just a pilot, um, you know, be sure to, uh, to check that out. Cause we're, we want to really make a huge, right. Um, and, and obviously this is going to probably be a little bit smaller than a flight fest East, um, probably in general, just cause Maybe. it's the first time that's what, that's <laughs> what we're thinking, but we, you guys, you guys can make it happen, make it bigger than what we've ever even thought. So, um, we really appreciate all your, your, uh, community support through that. How does the space compare? Um, the actual acreage is, uh, is a little bit bigger. Okay. Um, uh-huh. and that's some of the comments that I've seen. Um, just people, you know, kind of wondering, you know, can it really hold an event of that, um, that size? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, yeah, so if it gets, you know, um, double the size of flight fest East, which I did not see happening for registration wise, um, you know, prove the, him wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Um, action. <laughs> the, the venue, the venue is going to hold, you know, quite a bit of flying. It's going to hold, uh, quite a, we're actually going to have more flying space, not, um, uh, not flight line wise, but just overall in general, the right. amount of the amount of pilots are going to be able to fly at the same time. And, and I heard we're having like we have an indoor flying area as well. Is, um, that, is that going to be an opportunity there or is that kind yeah. of more in the works for a later date or we might have like a tiny whip course or something like that cool. in, inside. But um, but no, yeah, there won't be really any indoor flying to speak okay. of other gotcha. than like a demonstration type course. OK, uh, cool. To see. That's awesome. Well, like I said, we thank you for all coming out when, when we're there. Uh, hopefully you can make it. Um, on, on the note of community, um, like, like we did last podcast, um, and we're going to do this every week, um, which is really exciting for me because this is my, this is my main, uh, job role, um, to really showcase the community, um, and what's out there, what we see on the articles, what we see on the forums, 
Um, even even comments sometimes on you on the YouTube channel um, can kind of come from anywhere, really. Um, so which is really cool. And uh, today we're going to chat a little bit about um, the guy's name is Bill McKay. Um, he's actually a forklift operator from Rochester, New York. So hello, Bill, if you're listening. Uh, thanks for all your uh, your hard work and the, and the articles and all that stuff. Um, he's also been to Flight Fest uh, once or twice with his brother, which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, he goes by Mabilica on uh, on the articles. Um, so what he did, which is we're all about little DIY hacks here. Uh, we're all about the, that's kind of like been the flight test motto. Uh, I feel like most of the time, um, but he made this like a little $11 hula hoop racing gate. Um, and what he decided to do was put LEDs in through them, make stands and make a little, almost like a tiny whoop course in his own home yeah, for nice. super cheap, which is which most awesome. people do that with their house anyway, but most of them don't have cool hula hoops. They were talking that they, yeah, <laughs> normally they, they use chairs and, and different furniture. Which is how, how he started out. He right. said he was, he was kind of flying around his house and either his daughter or his niece, I might be messing mm-hmm. up his the story. Uh, she had a uh, hula hoop laying around. So he's like, naturally, I'm going to try to go through this hula hoop. And that uh, <laughs> kind of gave him the idea to set up the course. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And and the nice thing is that um, we're all about DIY hacks, but we're also about getting people into the hobby early. Um, economically smart, obviously a cheaper, cheaper Avenue. Um, and this is something that anybody can do. You can go to your dollar general, you can go to your, you know, where you buy your dollar tree phone board or whatever. Um, you can grab hula hoops. They come in different sizes, which is what he was talking about in his article that you can do large hoops Mm -hmm. for, you know, either bigger quads or if you're not as skilled full flying. Um, and then you can get smaller ones and put them in different places and, uh, make yourself a little bit better each time you go through different smaller hoops. And then you put the LEDs in and they look awesome. So we'll have a link down below to show you the pictures in the article. Um, but it was a really cool little DIY hack that that I thought was essentially for the community. Everybody can use. Yeah. Everybody would love. Everybody enjoy. Um, and then on that note, um, we also have a good friend of ours, Bob Parmalee. Bob, Bob. if you're listening, uh, we love you. Shout out. Um, big man, big time. Um, he actually, we don't have a hula hoop with us today, but uh, Bob made his own kind of hoop and we put LEDs in it the other day. And this is what uh, this is what he came up with. It was real cool. Nice. Now for the half of people that are listening to this podcast that are listening to the audio only version, um, (laughs) we're looking at a, uh, basically like some PVC piping and then it's going into like a, um, a three piece and then it's going down to, um, like a rod that's into like a wooden base. Yeah. So this is essentially the, if you don't know what this is, cause I didn't know what it was. This is PEX pipe. So, um, right now, if you can't see this and the people that can't see this, obviously you see it, um, which is nice, but there's a blue hoop, right. That comes into like a T fitting. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's a a red, uh, rod that goes down, um, into a piece of wood. That's that's explained that so much better than I did. (laughs) I try. (laughs) And the, uh, the PEX pipe is, you know, it's about uh, half an inch, uh, thick, um, and there's there's two different colors, blue and red. And the reason they use PEX pipe, uh, not for these things, but just in general, you get these at Lowe's and stuff like that. Um, blue is for cold water and red is for hot water. So they actually yeah. do have a, a meaning behind the colors. Which but not Bob, just for making RC hoops. <laughs> right. Right. That's RC hoops. You can't, go to, you can't go to Home Depot <laughs> go and ask for the RC hoop section. Right? Well, yeah, if you go there, I think they have a specific guy that uh, works in the in the RC Lowe's oh, area. Oh, good, so yeah. there might be a good Actually, Lowe, we've pretty much made Lowe's into an RC store because we, we go there all the time. Yeah. Actually, we were just there the other day and we met, uh, we met a flight test uh, oh, community right, member yeah. uh, and he was, I think his name's Ben. 
so Ben, if you listen, hope you're, hope you're having a good day working at Lowe's. Shout, and, out, uh, shout out to Lowe's. Shout out to, shout out to Lowe's for hooking us all up with uh, Chad's so, goody doodads so back there. How do you spell Pex Pipe? I think it's P-E-C. Okay. PEC and then a pastor yes Pex pipe. Yeah, um, find it. That's that's we what don't have saying. access to the internet here. <laughs> yeah, so. right. Yeah. Um, this T fitting though, I do have the uh, the number. If it's uh, PN five one four zero five, if you need to go to Lowe's and grab that, <laughs> so it is what it is. Thank you, Bob, for your awesome little gates. I really appreciate it. So, so this article did it tell you um, to tell you how to like put the LEDs into the hula hoops and everything. Yeah. So, so essentially, can click that and exactly. Yeah. If you look through the article, they'll show you like he uses like a like a snake method. I think he used a, a, a string and you just put it on and uh, snaked it through, uh, put it all together. He actually used the battery um, that you plug in as the stand. Um, cool. You can do that if you don't want to buy a stand or make a stand, um, if you don't feel comfortable doing that. So you can use the battery just as a stand because it'll hold it up because of the weight of the battery, um, which is really cool because, you know, even even a cool little DIY hack you can use. So if you make some hula hoop racing gates, uh, take a photo on Instagram or something and hashtag flight test. We'll check it out. Please do, because we're always looking for fun things to do around the shop. And uh, I think the plan is to uh, actually we might be doing uh, some type of uh, episode um, slash how to in, in the future. Um, I was talking with Josh about that. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, so big shout out to Bill McKay. Thank you so much for your your support and all your community uh, options on the on the forums and the articles and stuff like that. We really appreciate. Like I said, we we read them, we listen to them, we we look at them, um, and we're we wouldn't be anything essentially without our community. Yeah. So yeah. and if people are interested in uh, um, creating an article, it's super easy. If you're logged in um, and you're on the flightdesk.com slash articles page, mm-hmm. uh, there's a big button in the middle that says create an article. So yeah, and I think uh, our one of our new employees, a content developer, uh, Megan, she's working on um, kind of creating like a tutorial on like how to make a good article and how to get it accepted and how to um, do some, like some more advanced formatting and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So um, our, hopefully our article section is just going to keep growing and growing. Yeah. And uh, they don't know this yet for those who are watching um, and listening. Um, but my plan is to actually have Megan on the podcast at some point in time here in the near future and uh, cool. have her chat about that. And uh, so you guys can hear it from her mouth. The real um, question is, does Megan know that? Uh, <laughs> she might and she might not. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to check that out. But uh, she's going to find out. Yeah, exactly. She will. So, yeah. So be on the lookout for that as well. There'll be a we really appreciate all that feedback and, and all that support through that. Um, so now we'll kind of segue into, uh, some more flight test related content as far as, um, the store, the episodes, stuff like that. Um, wanted to kind of just note about if you don't get to go on the YouTube channel all the time and, and, and look at all the episodes and you're not subscribed, which if you're not, please do, it'd be awesome. So you get all that and click that notification button to know that when every video comes out. Um, but we just did a, a video on the beginner's guide to drones, mm-hmm. um, and wanted to point that out because I know a lot of people, um, we're obviously focused more um, toward the beginners and people getting into the hobby. So I wanted to highlight that because it, it's a really good tutorial about how to choose a drone. It's not about necessarily like um, you should get this, 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 and this. It's like if you're here at this level, this is your category. If you're here at this level and this is your cash flow, here's your here, here's this category, which is which is really nice. Yeah. Um, so I, I think TJ and Josh were involved in that mm-hmm. in that video. Uh, so they did a really good job of, of, of going through each different thing. Um, and I think that the community will really enjoy that. I'm, I'm hoping that, that people get to really see and, and hear and understand, uh, you know, where, where you kind of go in that first drone level, yeah, you know, probably a lot of people in our community that, um, you know, that that's, you know, pretty beginner content for them, but it's a great resource to share with somebody that's thinking about getting into the hobby Yeah. or if, uh, you know, you've explained it a couple of times, it's nice to have a video to reference to. That's right. If you're trying to help somebody else pick. 
Right. They could make a good pick. And and knowing that you're obviously you've you've flown a little bit, obviously with with planes and stuff like that. Now I don't know how much drone. Uh, you know, action that you've gotten over the Not years. Much, yeah. and, I, and I figured, so I, for you, g- kind of give me your, your thought. Did you watch the video? Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's, it's really easy, uh, you know, being involved in the world that we are here at flight test to just keep going and keep, you know, something new comes out. Oh, we want to review that. We want to check that out and keep going. And, um, we ha- kind of have to remind ourselves every once in a while to, um, remember that, you know, we're not all at the same step of this journey right. and this hobby. We're not right. all at the same skill level. We don't all have the same interest. Um, so it's really important um, to kind of, you know, do do a, an episode or even a series like we have in the past. We've done a beginner series um, like that, that we can, uh, you know, kind of step back and, and, and say, well, you know, there's people that are currently right now wanting to get into this hobby. Right. So instead of showing them all the like the latest, the flashiest, you know, the most advanced, um, let's keep that in mind and, and make sure that they have a good experience from beginning to end. And, you know, getting into the hobby is an investment. So you don't want to make an investment in a, in a, in a plane or a multi-rotor or anything like that without the experience and the, and the knowledge to, uh, to back it up. Right. Cause that can be a really discouraging thing. True. Um, so, you know, and, and, and the technology changes so much that we can't just say, Oh, well we did a beginner series, you know, a few years ago. So that should suffice, but like everything changes, everything updates, and there's always new technology coming out for advanced and beginner pilots. So right. that's great I think point. It's pretty, pretty important. Yeah. The feedback on that episode was pretty solid. And, um, a big question that we got was, can you do one for airplanes, like an updated one? And mm-hmm. we did. Yeah, so we did. did. That'll, That'll be, be coming a, out here. It might. Next, next, next couple weeks. Next couple okay. weeks. Yeah. I was going to say it might be out by the time this podcast is out. It know. might be. True, that, that might it be might the case. Be. I'm not we aware just, of the timelines. I, I said a couple of weeks just to give me some, yeah. <laughs> some, some leeway. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take everything we say with a grain of salt because we're not 100% positive on everything. So there it is. Whether in the future or the past, <laughs> it will exist. <laughs> I like exactly. that. I like that. Um, so, yeah. So, like I said, we, I wanted to just give some notes on some of the, the recent videos that have come out. Obviously, we did the truck drone with the vlog, mm-hmm. um, which was a lot of fun because we've been we've been driving around RC cars uh, a lot here at the shop lately that I think I feel like that's Alex and TJ's fault. Um, but anyways, that is what it is. Uh, we did the A10 Warthog. You were we part did. of that episode, yeah. which is, which was a lot of fun. It seemed yeah. like we, uh, we put it through its paces as we say around <laughs> here or through its faces. I should say <laughs> its face got jacked. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it's a good flying thing. We, I think we just like kind of over, uh, or maybe undercompensated for landing mm. and we didn't give it the most friendly of landings sometimes. And some people put it into trees. Um, Hey, <laughs> what's up TJ? <laughs> um, oh, so, uh, yeah, but we got, we did get some good feedback from the, from the community too, about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just better technique with, uh, with landing it and kind of taking care of it, but also with, uh, um, kind of reinforcing it as well. So right. Carbon fiber spar stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's the good thing is that, uh, you know, that's the good feedback that we need from community members that, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not hundred percent experts. Uh, we don't claim to be. No. Um, that's why we want to hear back from you have the feedback, have the comments on the YouTube channel. Um, because you know, some people know more than, than we know, you know? So at the end of the day, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as far as those are concerned, you know, go check out the episodes, let us know what you think. Um, we always want to hear your feedback and then segueing into like the product side of things. We've, we've added a couple crazy things to the store lately. Um, and one of those being a 3d printer. Yeah. We decided to, uh, to kind of go more of a 3d printer route. We found a really good one. Uh, it's made by Hyperion, Mm -hmm. a couple other brands. Um, it's, uh, this particular one's called the forge 3d. Okay. Um, it's right. It's a pretty, it's a pretty highly capable printer. It's got a good printer speed. It's got a good resolution. 
Um, I would say it's in the, um, uh, I don't think it's really considered in the upper end of 3D printers, but it's solidly in the middle. Middle class. Um, so yeah. it's a good starter printer. Um, it's it's around $400, $399. Um, and the reason we decided to go um, and carrying some PLA filament and um, carrying some 3D printers is just because, um, I don't know if you guys talked about this in the last podcast at all, but um, basically, uh, you know, we're looking to, um, for each of the free plans that we release, you know, for our foam board airplanes as we're wanting to um, release also, um, you know, uh, files, 3D, uh, 3D printing files um, that complement um, those foam board, foam right. board aircraft. So there's some really cool things you can do um, with uh, um, foam board. But one of the, the downsides of foam board, it's difficult without using some really advanced techniques that some kind, for some people can be hard to replicate. Right. Um, it's hard to get a lot of detail. And so with just some, you know, just a handful of 3D printed parts, you can get, you know, some awesome detail on a foam board airplane. And so I think it'll really kind of change like how a lot of our uh, foam board kits look and maybe retroactively we'll print some parts, you know, for some uh, for some airplanes that we've already done. Mm -hmm. And then certainly going forward, um, you know, we're looking at uh, on having on our website a a much easier way to access all of the plans. Um, You know, right now there's a great forum post um, that Dan Sponhol's made um, in the form that you can really easily access um, all the plans. And we can link to that yep. uh, on the show notes, but, yeah. um, but we're also looking at having like, just like a really nice um, plan center on our site um, where it's constantly updated and everything. That's and, and that's where those uh, 3d printed files will also be located. That's phenomenal. That's um, really nice. So that's something that we're looking at doing uh, some other products. Um, uh, Mini vector um, OSD, mm-hmm. uh, the vector unit by Eagle tree is a super popular unit. They right. made a tiny one. Um, so I'm sure we'll, you can expect some content on that and how to set that up in the near exactly. future. Um, uh, something I'm really excited about is the, um, the furious FPV mosquito, right? Um, it's a little 70 millimeter quad. Oh, is that the frame? Is this, that, is that this a 3D is, we, frame? we reprinted this frame. Nice. Um, and because we, we essentially jacked well, up the other one. Well, we got a, um, we got an early prototype that had a 3D printed frame on it because it was a prototype. Right. Um, but the ones that are shipping will actually have an injected molded frame. That's right. a lot stiffer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're excited. That's kind of, uh, in the brushless micro class, which I think is going to be extremely popular. I think we're about to see, we're already seeing a handful of products come out that is in the brushless micro class, but it's exploding. I think we're getting ready to see a ton more, you know, in the 70 millimeter to hundred millimeter class. I think we're going to see a bunch of those. That's exciting. Um, And uh, we also have uh, some, uh, some autumn V threes on the way um, from uh, rotor X, X rotor, rotor X. Um, but, uh, um, those are kind of more, I want to say those are like 122 class or 130 class. Right. But, yeah. But anyway, the technology for, uh, for brushless motors and the batteries that are supplying the power is just getting, it's getting better and it's getting lighter. And so we're able to do some really cool things, um, with some really powerful quads that are also very small. And so right. I think that, uh, it's going to make some for some really fun content. Yeah. I think that's going to be awesome. I'm, uh, we have the, we had, we had the Vortex 150 on this last podcast um and we got to fly that around and that thing it flies like a five inch um but it's in that smaller weight class as it as it were it's more of a three inch yeah yeah and it's just oh man it's it's phenomenal so i'm really excited to see what those even smaller brushless motor uh type of quads uh explode that market yeah they're kind of like uh a little bit like flying a tiny whoop but it's like three times the power so you can do some fun stuff it's a beautiful thing if you haven't tried it go out and try it because it's awesome um also we got this little guy Oh well, yeah, Riot 250. The one sitting right? right in front of us. The one, the one hanging out on the table. Yeah, this is a quad that we've been evaluating. Um, this is, um, in our opinion, uh, this is a great uh, practice quad. There's actually, um, I think that uh, there's this is actually one. I think 
the guy that was racing this actually won fourth, I think, in the multi-GP nationals. Oh, really? Um, and so, like, it is definitely a race quad. It's a great practice quad. Um, it's uh, kind of in the vein of the, the Vortex. Um, it's the same price as a Vortex. Okay. Um, it has uh, some really, really great power system. It's got uh, uh, DIYs uh, motors and ESCs. It's, the nice thing is that everything's upgradable. And there's okay. parts available. Um, the the company Thrust UAV is out of Boise, Idaho, um, okay. and so they have a really great customer support. Um, they have uh, um, just a really good uh, design team, a really good um, customer support team um, that's behind the product. Um, and so we're we're pretty excited about it. So we're going to start carrying it on our store, awesome. um, and you can expect to see some content on it on how to adjust the LEDs and make the LEDs different colors. There's LEDs all through the middle of the body. Yeah, I saw that. Um, for those of you that are just listening, um, you can uh, look it's up. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. <laughs> it's white and green. Um, but you can look up uh, Thrust UAV Riot 250R. That's what it's called. So if you want to have a visual uh, with the audio, you can uh, you can look it up there. But but yeah, you can look for more content on that on our channel and look for it in our store awesome. here very soon. Yeah. And, and if you do uh, decide to pick one up, um, please please. Uh, we love to hear the feedback. We love, um, reviews on the, on the store website. Um, let us know what you think about it. Um, cause obviously we add things to our store. We want to make sure that what we're adding to the store is relevant. Um, but is also something that our community members like to use and that's not, you know, chintzy or, or, or brittle or whatever, um, to the point where, you know, you're, you're having a dissatisfied, um, opportunity you know so uh, in essence that's uh that's what we want to hear from you guys and uh hopefully you uh, enjoy this wonderful 250 riot quad um also just just a last note on uh on some of the uh store related items we're looking at getting some new swag at some point in time some t-shirts those kinds of things um and what i really wanted to just call out kind of call to action to the community members those of you listening and watching um what would you want to see like designs on the, on the front of a t-shirt or on the back of these on, on a sweatshirt or on a hat um scarves whatever it may be what do you want to see give us some give us some comments in in the in the comments below and let us know what really kind of uh, floats your boat as it were um also um, just check out our apparel section to see what we have yeah. and uh let us know what we're missing so exactly if there's a style of something you want to see that we don't have just let us know what you want to say. Big see. time, big time. Um, so segueing into like the general RC current events thing that we are trying to do every podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what's if, going on? What's going on in, <laughs> in the in, in the RC area? Um, well, first of all, uh, if you haven't noticed, um, Josh is not here, um, obviously. And also Alex is also not here and Christian's not here. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually went down to Florida um, to Orlando, I believe. Uh, so they're shooting some content, uh, some, some wonderful things down there. They get to have a really good time and it's going to be busy for them, but, uh, really going to enjoy some time getting some really cool content, some nice weather, which we don't get here in the winter time. Um, so they're kind of doing that whole thing down there, which is really cool. And, uh, the, what kind of sparked that note for me was we were chatting around the shop. Um, if you haven't seen down in Orlando, they just passed a drone ordinance, um, for people flying drones and quads and stuff like that in certain areas. Um, and I'm sure most of you have heard about this, et cetera. Um, essentially they had a big court meeting with people coming in and talking about why this is not a problem, why this shouldn't be a law. Um, so they, they heard all their comments, decided to to pass the law ordinance anyways. Um, so essentially what it is, is that now there's going to be a $20 permit. You have to buy a permit to fly. Um, in per, certain per areas event, per, per event, yes, per event, yeah. um, for different, different areas. So like one of the areas that, uh, is kind of against <clears throat> the list as it were, um, would be parks, um, with lots of people, um, events like sports events with games, a lot of sports and, games, mm-hmm. stuff like that, 
uh, areas with big stadiums, stuff like that. Um, so, schools. So that's what I heard is it's basically any any city property. Right. Um, and then it's also within 500 feet of um, a public venue. Mm-hmm. Correct. I think, I think they're de- defining public venue as, you know, sort of like sports arenas, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. So, not um, they they don't uh, they're not worried about um, backyards or private property that right. is not included in this. But one of the big things that I've heard is that uh, is the big thing is the fines. There are they're going to be quite heavy fines, hundred fifty, two hundred fifty, three hundred, four hundred dollar fines, as well as um, they've talked about jail time for some different uh, kind of things that happen, different uh, sorts of failures. As so, it were, so that's for not getting a permit. Yeah, for not getting a permit and and going through and doing stuff and essentially being illegal, that you can face jail time. Um, so really, the the big thing is, is this a problem? It is is our drones causing injuries and all this stuff? Is that was this? Do you think this was the right idea, wrong idea? I mean, is it one of those things that you know needed to happen? Or it, yeah, yeah, I think we'll probably see more of this type of stuff on the local level. Um, you know, why it became a particular issue in Orlando, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of the issue with this is that the um, the people that, you know, are diligent, the people that are going to follow the rules, the people that are going to do research, um, you know, those are the kinds of people that are going to are going to purchase the permits, you know, and those are also the kind of people that don't cause a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, those are also kind of people that are safe operators and, and mm-hmm. know the um, you know, the AMA regulations and know the FA right regulations and, um, and people that are irresponsible, people that are careless are the type of people that aren't going to purchase a permit. And those are also the kinds of people that you don't want operating drones in, in right. public areas. Um, exactly. and so I think that it's also unlikely that those people will be caught, you know, unless there's a safety issue or unless there's right. a, um, unless there's a problem. So, I think the scenario you're probably most likely to see is to see somebody that, you know, is not operating in a dangerous manner, but it just isn't aware of, right. you know, the word didn't see the news headline or didn't know, <laughs> right. where, didn't know where to research. Read, yeah. Those are probably the kinds of people that are going to get penalized, which is kind of unfortunate. And yeah. I think that um, the people that do hear about this sort of thing will just kind of have a vague sense of it and just be like, oh, in Orlando, you're not really supposed to fly drones unless you talk to somebody. So. I was kind of about thinking about buying a drone, but now I'm probably not because it mm-hmm. sounds complicated and I got to mm-hmm. follow rules and blah, blah, blah. So, right. so yeah, I'm, I'm all about things that, you know, make the hobby, you know, more safe, but I don't think this kinds of legislation really touches, you know, the safety aspect for that much. Yeah. I wonder uh, what the demographic is down there for the kind of space that they have for recreational flying too, right. because mm-hmm. I know that when we went out to, um, uh, San Francisco area uh, a couple of years ago. Um, a lot of people said that there's just not a lot of places to fly. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if, you know, kind of cracking down on the, where you can fly, what kind of areas you can fly, how far away you have to be from these populated areas to fly. Right. I wonder what kind of effect that will have on the people that just want to get out and fly recreationally. Sure. Yeah, Cause when operated responsibly, I mean um, it's actually, it's very safe depending on, you know, the layout in the area and right. it's, it's very safe to fly, you know, a quadcopter or an air, RC airplane um, in a public area. Exactly. Um, you can absolutely coexist. Um, so it's stuff like this that kind of is kind of puzzling. I think that really is there's a lot of, you know, fear and ignorance that comes out of this type of stuff. So yeah. hopefully we don't see much more of it, but my prediction is that we probably will. Yeah. And we're, we're obviously all about keeping people safe, keeping, you know, the hobby safe. Um, so we're all for safety, um, just done in the right way, done in the correct response. Um, also, I think this was driven a lot by, um, if I'm not mistaken, the Pro Bowl will be going on there oh. with it, I think, this weekend, um, which... 
I think is why they passed it so quickly. Um, cause it's a big event, a lot of people, a lot of hype around it. Um, so that might've been a reason it was pushed through, um, at this, at this date, um, without maybe as much thought needed to, to go into it. Um, but let us know what you think, um, in the comments below, let us know what, to, what you feel about, what do you think is, um, the direction of this, uh, going for the hobby, um, what's safe, what's not safe. Um, we'd love to hear your comments and see what the community thinks on that. So, um, also, uh, the other thing, uh, that actually Austin, you brought up, uh, to me yesterday, um, was DJI is now terminating, uh, some of their, uh, Phantom line. Yeah. They, uh, um, the Phantom threes specifically they're, they're phasing out. So they're not making any more of those. So all the Phantom threes that are in existence are the only ones that are left. So, wow. um, I'm sure you can still get some from, uh, the DJI website if they're not out already. Um, I'm sure there's, you know, your, your local, you know, uh, DJI retailer, I'm mm-hmm. sure it probably still has some Amazon probably still has some, but right. once those are gone, they're gone. Um, so that was the, uh, the Phantom three advanced the Phantom three pro and actually the Phantom four, the regular Phantom four is all, really? has all been discontinued. So wow. the Phantom four was announced like 10 months ago or 11 months ago. Um, and they've already stopped making them. Shortest, so, shortest production ever. <laughs> yeah. The, their level of iteration is pretty, pretty insane. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, I think that now if you click on the website, uh, for the Phantom, uh, three professional or the, uh, the advanced, I think mm-hmm. it directs you to the Mavic now, oh, okay. uh, w- which makes sense. Cause the Mavic was at the same price point or similar price point as those. Um, something I, I believe that they're keeping is the Phantom three standard, which, oh, really? which I think kind of makes sense. Um, at least until, you know, they, um, uh, start winding down production on that just because it is kind of filling a gap in their lineup because it's about $400, 399 for Phantom three standard. Oh. Um, and so obviously at twice the cost of that, you can get a Mavic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it may, maybe it makes a little bit more sense for them to keep the standard. Um, and that doesn't have light bridge. It operates off of Wi-Fi, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So it's a little bit, it's definitely a lower, um, model. yeah, lower, lower end model. Definitely not as many features or even close to as many features as the Mavic. But, um, so, so anyway, all that being said, um, you know, we've recommended the Phantom three professional for a long time as kind of the best value. Right. Um, because I think at one point it got down to like, uh, $600, $700 mm-hmm. and there's just a lot, lot jam packed into that, into that. So, um, if you are still wanting to pick up something in the Phantom line or the Phantom three line, I'd recommend you do that now. Um, uh, right now the Phantom four pro okay. and the Phantom four pro plus are the two phantoms that they're really pushing as kind of their, their flagship uh, okay. phantom line. Um, I think the difference is, is that the plus comes with a screen, I think. Okay. Um, and the uh, phantom four pro, you just provide your own screen. So, so anyway, yep. That's DJI for you. Always coming out with new stuff and always discontinuing the old stuff. So, <laughs> right. If um, you're looking to get uh, a cheaper, a cheaper model um, with a lot of jam packed into it, you got to go get it now because um, yep. they're not going to be here for long, which is uh which is something that we've talked to a lot of people about actually on the, uh, the community forums and the, and the, the, the websites and stuff like that. Um, people want to get into that era of photography because it's, it's, it's kind of a pushing market. There's a lot of technology that's going into it and just upgrading constantly so quickly. Um, but people are always like, yeah, well, I want this for my job or I want this to, to take really cool video of my family and my friends and, and do this, that, and the other. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a pretty, uh, exploding market in, in, in my head from the community side of things, people always want to do that. Um, so if you're looking to get something, at least at a cheaper price point, you got to do it now. Um, also, like we say, the Mavic is an unbelievable opportunity. Just wanted to, to kind of give that a, a shout out because we, we use that at the shop all the time. We use it in a, in a shoot today. Um, so if you are looking to spend a little bit more, 
Mavic is so portable and awesome that obviously check out the video. We did a, we did a, a review on it. Um, really cool little little machine uh, to hang out with and to to make all your video content that much better and kind of kind of be out above the rest, uh, as it were. And if you want to subscribe for some upcoming content, uh, TG and I actually shot an episode. It's kind of how to get the most out of your Mavic, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are receiving them now. Right. Um, they were a little bit delayed on the shipping. So, um, so yeah, definitely they'll be out in the next week or two. So awesome. Check, Check it out. out. Let us know what you think. Um, and, and so overall, right. We, we talk about these current events. We talk about the store related kind of community showcase, all this stuff. Um, if there's something that you guys would want to see on a podcast, you know, from the community side of things here or here, right. (laughs) I apologize for all of those listening on iTunes that can't see. I apologize. Sometimes it's going to take me a little while to get used to that. Um, but let us know. Uh, we always take your feedback. We always want to know what you guys want to hear and, uh, have us talk about and and see on the, on the, on the website and stuff like that. Not just topics, but if you have an idea for a segment Mm -hmm. that you think that you'd like to hear on a recurring basis. Um, like I think a popular one is obviously Q and a, right. um, we could definitely, you know, answer some community questions on here. Um, or if, you know, for just something we haven't even thought of yet, you know, mm-hmm. leave us a comment and we'll look at integrating it. Please do. And, uh, as always, make sure you subscribe, make sure you go on iTunes and subscribe there as well. Be on the YouTube channel so you can watch it. You can listen to it you can hear about it. Talk about it with your friends. Cause that's what we're, that's what we're all about. Right. We're all about making things happen and uh, making cool stuff. And uh, so, first of all, thanks so much for hanging out with us, Austin. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Austin. Josh Scott, thanks so much again. (laughs) Thanks, me. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Stefan. Hey, anytime. (laughs) You're doing a great job. We really appreciate it. And uh, thanks to all of you guys for listening and watching. Um, And hopefully, uh, you guys will be back uh, for the next time. So, we'll see you guys later. And uh, you guys have a great afternoon, evening, wherever you're at in the world. (laughs) Catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.